welcome to Singing the Blues. I'm Dom Housen. And I'm James Marriott. And welcome to our... Ha- oh, hang on, hang on. Halloween, Halloween Horror, Horror Show! <sighs> Actually, um, no silly voices or sound effects needed, because to be fair... The football did it for us. A true horror show. Dom, we've been doing the show for a while, and um, I mean, we've had some pretty bad weeks in that time. Uh, I can't remember a week that has been worse than this. It's definitely right up there, James. I must admit, coming away at nearly midnight from the New York Stadium, that's as low as I've felt. Uh, in my years of watching, covering, and seeing Sheffield Wednesday in action, um, it, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't go maybe as far to say uh, we've hit rock bottom um, because the reality is we, we maybe haven't yet. Um, but <laughs> um, it, it's <laughs> it, it's hard to there's, find there's many positives. It's, it really is, and uh, yeah, for all the the Doom House and lovers, I'm afraid that I think this podcast is going to be full of um, doom and gloom, isn't it, really? Um, you can't put a positive spin on the way the team have performed in the last two matches. It's impossible. No. I mean, let's let's just lay this on the line now. If you are a Sheffield Wednesday fan, for the good of your own health, you should just stop listening now. Just, just don't, you know, it, it, this, this, it's not, it's not going to be pleasant listening because I really cannot, I cannot think, I just cannot think of anything that is positive to try and take from this week other than possibly maybe that's rock bottom, but you've robbed that now. You've said, no, 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 it's probably going to get worse. So, uh, I'm not definitely saying it's getting worse. I really hope it doesn't get worse, James, for our sanity, <laughs> for everybody else's, uh, you know, sanity and sake out there. But, um, it's the stats are just appalling. Uh, six wins from 31 league matches. And Gary Monk keeps coming out and saying that, uh, you know, that's my responsibility and that's my record. Don't judge this team. Uh, only judge them on this season, which is fair enough. But we're eight matches into this season and they've lost half the games. Um, so I'm afraid that's nearly quarter of the season gone. And already this team has lost 50% of its matches uh, and, and defensive Lapses in concentration have come back. Lack of discipline with the two red cards this week. On Wednesday, I mean, I, what I will agree with Gary Monk on is when he came out of the line repeatedly of everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong. And that is true. Uh, but I just expect a lot better from the players that Wednesday've got. And it was only a few weeks ago, James, that we were on this podcast and we were actually praising a lot of the recruitment that they've done. Uh, and it's that inexplicable Jekyll and Hyde nature of the Sheffield Wednesday team, but I just can't fathom of how they can perform so well at Birmingham and win. And then less than two weeks later, we're talking about three defeats and a manager under pressure. It's crazy, isn't it? Um, 
you know, I, I remember having conversations with people after the win at, at Birmingham um, and kind of saying, you know what, it's all right at the moment. This is, it's going, this is going pretty well. Uh, and I actually said to a few people, I said, look, I'm, I'm not getting carried away though, because as all right as our start to this season has been, our start to last season was better and look how that went. So, you know, we, we we're not going to count any chickens yet. And, um, it, I mean, it's almost been a, carb- a carbon copy, hasn't it? Because we've seen what we saw last season. We've seen compressed into the space of barely a month. We've seen the absolute best of this Sheffield Wednesday squad, which has been good enough for us to sit here and have conversations about, you know, what, what maybe this season could... Um, not, I, I mean, not necessarily what this season could achieve, but you know what this season could be a lead into achieving from this point in 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 kind of seasons to come to the point now where you know we we said last week that it it, it is um, just unthinkable that we would sit here or, or we would certainly be pretty gutted if we were if we were sitting here and Sheffield Wednesday were not in plus points by this point and you know we're here now. We're exactly the same position as we were a week ago. We've not scored a goal. We've um, had two fairly, I mean, certainly one disastrously appalling performance, one pretty poor appalling performance. Um, We've seen defensive calamities galore. um, And we've seen a squad in the space of uh, a week just absolutely fall to bits and and I don't I mean I don't really know what to say and I don't really know where we go from here because you know we we, I mean we have to go to Wickham and win we now have to beat Bournemouth like we're in that position whereby there's no room for error now like that you know this is where it's at but even then it it's like you know we've we've seen this this awful side to this team again this week I I mean I'm not even sure like you know if if we go and win at Wickham is everything going to be like oh well maybe it's all right it's like we've seen that that character and stuff that we talked about the 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 fact that we thought all right well well, it's it's there now I'm questioning everything that I've said about the Sheffield Wednesday team this season in from the space of two performances the most worrying word that Gary Monk for me used this week post-match after Luton and Rotherham James was fragility uh, and that mental fragility and the team, you know, the, the hammering, the capitulations, the pasting, some of them they've taken this season. Well, we kicked off this campaign thinking Gary Monk now has been given the tools to do the job. He's brought in nine new players. He's brought in his own coaching staff. So there's no excuse for that fragility being there as often as it is in my book. I know it's still very early days in the season, but uh, you can put put that on the team from last year, but this is now more of his team. And so for them to go away, to to fade like they did um, with, yeah, I, I know we could come on to drone gate and everything from Wednesday night, but for them to can then concede like within 40 seconds of the restart, uh, and heads went down, didn't they? Um, I, I mean, I don't really. I'm just at a loss for words for it all. 
I mean, there's there's so much to be worried about the the whole thing. I mean, this this question of um, discipline. I mean, we've we know that you know in this calendar year, we this this is a, a Sheffield Wednesday squad that's had problems. Discipline's not necessarily been something that we've talked about a lot. Maybe it's been an issue with a couple of players, but you know we have seen this week from a from a, a discipline point of view things really fall apart. And this this is kind of, you know, new. I mean, Joost van Aken, not necessarily a player that I would associate with being concerned about, um, you know, kind of losing um, his... his you know, mind for a, a minute. I mean, it was a, it was a stupid challenge. The, the club have decided not to appeal it. I've got to say that's probably the right decision. It, it was a it was a red card. Um, I don't know Tom, why James, Tom Lee's. Say, you could argue James. there's minimal contact. Yeah. Go on. I, I don't I don't know why Van Aken. There was so much outcry over. You know, people seemed a bit split to me on social media. It was a red card all day long. It was high. It was, a terrible it was timed. It was reckless. Could have done serious damage there to Mpanzu. Yeah, I don't think for one minute he meant it. There was no malice intended. But it was all day, every day, a red card. And what within a couple of minutes of him going off the pitch, they then scored. So it was costly. Tom Lees, yeah. I'd defend him um, all the way for Wednesday night. He took one for the team for a um, naive bit of play from... Cameron Dawson, you know, who who had the rush of blood to the head. You know, that was Cameron Dawson's poor decision-making. Uh, and that now may mean that uh, he'll be taken out of the firing line and will lose his place uh, because of the performance he put in the other night. Um, and I know we might have come on, you know, come on to that in a bit. But, yeah, I mean, I, I've got yeah. to say that I think it, it's time to make a change in goal again. And I, I don't think that helps. I really don't for... Continuity, that's just been happening all year. It, it, you know, it's symptomatic, the goalkeeping situation. You know, you park the, the Kieran Westwood debate to one side and, and you're left with Cameron Dawson, Joe Wildsmith. It's been a toss-up all year round to who should be in goal. They've both come out because they've kept making mistakes. And it doesn't help when you're trying to build from the back and keep clean sheets when... There's no clear number one, or when you think there is, that then these mistakes keep creeping back into their games. No, and, and I, it's really difficult to to kind of try and and take that to to pieces and dissect it and figure out what's you know going on. Is it an issue of communication between goalkeeper and? defense because we've seen defensive mistakes as well um and i you know i mean i know I, I, the one thing we've got to say is that you know we've, we've had extortionately bad luck again with injuries um you know for whatever reason you know it, it has been a, a defensive you know that's been a defensive horror show in itself in terms of the number of players that we've lost to um injury um and you know we we've got into a position whereby i think within one game we've played like you know probably what Two, three, four different defensive um, lineups because we've just had to for for whatever reason. But what what worries me about um, Wednesday night, and um, I say this with the absolute utmost of respect to them because they did give us a bit of a, a good hiding. But that was against Rotherham. Like you know, Rotherham shouldn't be causing us those kind of problems. We should be able to deal with that. If if we're if we're having communication issues. Um, in in games like that, that's like I mean, what's what's going to happen when we come up against a team that really can tear us 
apart like where i don't i just don't know what to say about it i don't know where we go with it i don't i just don't know i think yeah i mean you're right it's you know Cam- cameron dawson's had just i mean as bad a week as a goalkeeper can have it's been awful he has been shocking this week and um you know mistakes bad judgment the same mistakes that we've seen earlier on this season um i i you can argue that you know maybe um he, he you know shots coming at him in in different directions and bits of spin and stuff like that but you know you can't get away from the fact that it's the same problem that was highlighted against Brentford about playing the ball back into active play rather than um putting it away from the from 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 an area of danger um but you know not coming and claiming a ball that should have been his Whatever went on with that penalty, I've watched it a few times. I just can't figure it out. I I do not know what is going on there. And my issue with Cameron Dawson and my my big worry about the whole thing is that um, it feels to me that there's a bit of an attitude there that that rather than kind of hands up and showing responsibility, it seems to be very defensive. His body language when there's that kind of situation is is one he just doesn't seem to want to accept mistakes and. Um, the whole thing is just such a concern. You just think, what? Other than now taking Cameron Dawson out of the net, I, I'm not. I just. Don't, I don't know what we do with it. I don't entirely get on board with that, James. I think if you know, we spoke to Cameron Dawson straight after the Rotherham match or in the last few days. I think he would have held his hands up and admit that he had a shocker and that he had a bit of a nightmare um, the other night, okay. uh, and that he needs to do better and improve and everything. And uh, you know, this is not. I don't want, you know, at a time when it's the team that are rightly and deserve to be getting plenty of criticism for underperforming. I think what I would say with Cameron Dawson is, and Joe Wildsmith, I put them both into this category, it has frustrated me a little bit in the last 18 months to two years that when they have made errors, they're not trying to make mistakes. It would be nice, I think, if if perhaps in the last few years that the Wednesday fans did actually get behind. You know, guys who've come through the ranks and who are Wednesday fans. And I do think that sometimes they have been given, um, you know, a hard time and a rough deal. Not at the moment. Can I just stress that? Not at the moment. Uh, and now it, <laughs> you know, they fully, you know, Cameron Dawson fully deserves to come in for big criticism because he cost the team the other night um, making some bad errors, you know, basic goalkeeping errors. But... It would be. You could also put Liam Palmer into that mix as well. I, you know, I think for guys who are one of their own, have come through the team. What I would say is, I, I, I don't know what I, the impression I get is that, you know, they almost get made bigger scapegoats. Um, in that, you know, they're almost put on a pedestal of where they can't make mistakes because they've come through the ranks or whatever, and you know, everyone expects them to do so well and. I don't know. I think sometimes I'd like, you know, this is a completely separate issue and isn't, I think in the context of where we're at right now, uh, it's not exactly important. You know, it's about the team results, you know, doing what's right. And that's why Cameron Dawson will probably not start at Wickham and Joe Wildsmith should come in. Um, but right now, yeah, I know it's hard. The team needs the fan support more than ever as they're in a right pickle. When you look at the table and you see bottom nine points, the gap now, um, and you're right, James. I mean, my my fear and worry is that they could win at Wickham, and it will just paper over the cracks. Uh, because if next week Wednesday don't end the Hillsborough hoodoo and finally get a home win, and they've got two really tough home matches 
you know, to come. And that's, that's where I think the frustration lies is that we looked at this run of two, you know, two, three matches and we, we said, didn't we? We said it last week and most people yeah. think, you know, Wednesday's got no divine right to win these matches, but we certainly didn't expect Wednesday from the Luton and Rotherham fixtures to not score a goal. And, you know, let's face it, they could have got hammered at Rotherham the other yeah. night. It wouldn't have flattered Rotherham if they'd won five or six. Cameron Dawson actually pulled yeah. off a couple of good saves. It's it's kind of poignant for all the wrong reasons, isn't it? That, you know, this was a run of games that, that was kind of make or break. And it really has broken us. And, um, I mean, this, this, this brings us, I guess, to the... To the big question, which which has uh, has has become in the space of a week, kind of all over social media, which is, you know, Gary Monk and his future now. Um, if if Wednesday, I mean, clearly, you know, he he's still Sheffield Wednesday manager. Um, the, the the only thing that he can do now is is you know go and take that team to Wickham and and get a win. But you know, I I think it's 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 fair enough. It's quite right that there are questions because, as you said at the at the start there, that. Um, you know, we we could sweep a lot of the issues of last season under the carpet and talk about Gary Monk inheriting a lot of players that weren't his, not having much time with the team and, and on all kinds of other things. And then, you know, after the restart, you know, various other things as well with contract situations and, and stuff like that. And then this summer was like, you know, the summer of transformation and turning it around. And we now look at it and, um, you know, it's you look at it, I, 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 I struggling, you know, to say anything kind of positive this week, but um, it, it doesn't feel like we're necessarily in a, a stronger position than than we than we were at the end of last season now because we've seen all players. those things are there again all those problems are there again and this is the rebuilt squad and it's like what so what is the problem i i don't i i, I don't know help me dom i don't know what to i don't know what to say i think gary monk is has been let down by there are too many players underperforming and you look at the injuries that you touched on before, that would hurt any team. And Wednesday have been very unfortunate at the back. You know, to be going into Wickham tomorrow without five centre-backs through injury and suspension, where, you know, <laughs> we, we were all saying after Aidan Flynn has arrived, we're thinking, well, you know, oh, we're going to have some, you know, very unhappy players on our hands here soon, aren't we? You know, Gary Monk's going to have some real selection dilemmas at centre back. You know, when he plays, you know, three in there, but you know, he's got eight or nine players. But at the moment, look at you know who Wednesday've got. You know, they're going to have no choice probably but to throw Dominic Iorfa back in there, and, and I can't see him being a hundred percent fit. He's not played any under twenty threes matches, and he's not played, uh, you know, in a month. But I, I don't really see what option they've got. It's needs must. Um, as Gary Monk has said a number of times, and, and he desperately needs a result. Uh, so Izzy Brown and Dominic Iorfa, um, you know, will come back into the team. But you know, you look at the you know, new signings. You know, Jack Marriott has been a major disappointment. You know, I've been so disappointed so far. I will say in his defence that you know, I think the service into him at times has been shocking. Um, hasn't been anywhere near good enough. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I expected you know, Marriott to come in and make more of an impact uh, than what he's done. Does Gary Monk know his best team? Does Gary Monk um, know, you know, wing backs? 
know who the answers are. It's Moses Odebagia one match on the right. Then Kadeem Harris might go to the right tomorrow. Adam Reach go to the left. It's all muddled again, which we've said before. Um, and he doesn't know his best team. Uh, and when you throw it all into the melting pot, you uh, you get this run of form um, and performances that we've had. Yeah, and you know we we talked about you know going going and if we get a result at, at Wickham and win at Wickham, that it's kind of papering over the cracks. I I, I, f- I fear in a lot of ways that certainly for a lot of fans, the the damage is kind of done now for for Gary Monk, and I I just don't know where we go with it. Um, I I feel like his his card is well and truly marked for a lot of supporters. And um, what what we do know is that Depon Chansiri has a tendency to stand by his man. I, I'm not kind of in any expectation that there will be a change of manager soon. And I think you know he's backed him to bring in the players that um, he needs. He clearly um, you know uh, he, he clearly believes in him and has a lot of time for his manager so I, I I don't think I'm not expecting there'll be a change anytime soon but in terms of that you know kind of needing the fans to get behind the team that that harmony that unity that we need within the fan base I'm just not sure I, I can't see where that's going to come from now because I think there are a lot of fans and you know you you look at social media as much as I do it's a groundswell now you know there it's a I would say it's a majority of fans that uh, uh, have have made their minds up and they do not see this team this football club progressing while Gary Monk is in charge uh yeah I very much you know got that feeling as well from you know, the social media radio phone-ins people I've spoken to that yeah um it's, it's for Gary Monk to turn things around now um, it's going to take, I think, an almighty run of form, isn't it, to change public perception and, uh, and opinion that, you know, to prove that he's the right man to take the club forward. Um, you know, he's under huge pressure. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Uh, I sort of wouldn't, you know, I understand if you look at it from the club point of view of where we're only eight matches in, um, and yeah, he has brought in his own players and coaching staff. And so you've got to give them time to gel. Um, but you've made the point a number of times, James, and I don't disagree with it, that uh, Wednesday haven't got time on their hands. It, it's Wednesday need wins and results. And um, in fact, you know, this season, it's not really about performances, is it? It's all about trying to get to... 62 points for Wednesday to stay in in the championship and and it's been relegation form since last Christmas six wins in 31 and Wednesday are now going to need almost promotion form to stay up where are the goals going to come from does this team look like they can keep a, a number of clean sheets together no, it doesn't right now. And, and on goals, you know what? I think four out of the eight matches they haven't scored in in the championship, and, and I think it's what only two goals from open play. The damning stats, you know. And they've missed, of course, they've missed. Like Massimo Luongo is a huge loss. The, the form, the way he'd been playing, absolutely. Izzy Brown, Dominic Ayo for Tom Lee's injuries have hit 
them hard. There's no getting away from it. Um, however, I still look at the quality wins they have and think they should be performing better than what they are. We're going to talk about um, the two games that are coming up in um, just a moment. Um, first of all, quick mention here for um, Title Law Solicitors, without whom singing the blues would not happen. Um, TitleLaw.co.uk, T-Y-T-O-L-A-W.co.uk. Um, and uh, there is another £1,000 up for grab with uh, Wednesday Bet this coming weekend. I honestly did pick this question at random, Dom, but the question for you to answer this week... How many saves will Sheffield Wednesday make against Wickham, whoever the goalkeeper may be? So uh, you have the choices of zero, one, two, three, between four and six, or over six. How many saves? Uh, between four and six. Between four and six. I'm saying two. Um, so we will... Uh, we will see whether my winning streak continues next week. Um, don't forget, if you want to have a go, download the app to play along with Wednesday Bet. So you said a few minutes ago about Wednesday, um, goal scored, goal scored from open play, about you know various kind of things. Right, let's look at Wickham. So Wickham have one point this season. They have drawn one game. They have lost seven. Um, they've scored... Three goals. They've conceded sixteen goals. So, I mean, they, you know, if we think we're having a bit of a bad season, Wickham uh, are writing, you know, a, a whole new load of um, terrible. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I hate to say, kind of, you know, kind of feels like we know what's coming. But uh, if there was ever going to be a game that we were going to be like, this has got to be the one. This has just got to be the one. Then it is going to. It, it has to be. It has to be this one, doesn't it? Because you know, you you look at Wickham on paper, and there could not be a team that is more there for the taking. Uh, you would say so, James. Uh, but on current form, <laughs> yeah, um, Wickham will probably be licking their lips at the prospects of getting their first win. And I actually saw a fair amount of their match the other night against Watford and I thought they were really unlucky not to win. So if we're thinking that one point on the table that they've got and they've lost seven out of their eight matches since getting promoted and if we're thinking that this is going to be a stroll in the park for Wednesday, it's not. Um and we should know better than that by now. Um, and frankly, the way that um, Wickham will play um, this weekend, um, again, worries me in that they are a direct and physical side and will cause problems from set plays. So if Wednesday don't stand up to the physical challenge and threat that they will pose, um, especially when you look at... Um, their striker up front, uh, who Gary Monk knows very well uh, from Swansea days in the Beast. Um, and if he goes into full Beast mode, then I, I will be concerned that Wednesday could get turned over again. And I shouldn't be laughing, but um, yeah, it's... Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know what else to do, though, to be honest, Tom. Well, this is it. You know, if, you, if we didn't laugh, James, right now, we would be um, crying um, all the time. Um so, yeah, um, I'm just praying and hoping that we get a Wednesday performance uh, to be proud of. Uh, and Gary Monk's talked about restoring pride. And that's my word. That's what they should be thinking, that 
Um, you know, they let the fans down big time the other night um, against Rotherham. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, and I echo what you were saying before, James, of where you know, no disrespect to Rotherham, uh, and they played very well the other night. I thought they were superb, but um, you know, for them to outplay Wednesday when it was eleven v eleven, and then when Wednesday went down to ten men, you know, se- second half, the only reason that it wasn't more than three goals is they took their foot off the gas. They'd won it. It was game over. But I, but. <laughs> So yeah, that that was the that was you know all you could say on it. So Wednesday, can they get back to keeping clean sheets? I don't see it being a thriller at Adams Park. I really don't. Um, and it, I, I think it's just going to be about maybe one moment of quality. I think that's it. I think it. it I expect it to be really tight, and it, for it not to be a classic. No, I mean, yeah, it, it, it it's a weird game in that it's, it is absolutely about getting a win. You know, as, as you said, this season is about winning, you know, enough games to get to that points total of 62, uh, which feels a long, long, long way off right now. Um, but yeah, you know, that, that ultimately is what it's, is what it's all about. Um, but there's also, we need a response, don't we? We need to, see something you know if if it ends up being a fairly terrible performance and, and a scrappy win great it's a win i don't think it's any more convincing then because we're following that up with one of the most difficult games that we're going to have this season which is against bournemouth who are in good form they're second in the league they've started the season as brightly as you'd expect them to it's a good squad of players um they've there's, there's been a bit of churn of players so you know it's certainly there's players there with plenty to 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 prove um and uh, it's it's a bit it's a bit scary looking at, at, at that game right now with you know that that word of the you know fragility that we've seen the injury problems that we've that we've had at, at Wednesday it's you know however many games in however many days that we've now uh played it, it it's not a game that I'm looking forward to it's a game that I'm genuinely scared about I think a lot of People out there listening to this are going to be concerned with Bournemouth when you look at, uh, you know, the, the, some of the Premier League talent that they've retained. Uh, Lewis Cook in midfield, Stanislas and Solanke are a handful on the day. Their pace, um, you know, going up against Wednesday's defence right now, and who knows what shape it will be in come Tuesday night. Um, yeah, it, it it doesn't get any easier for Wednesday, but who who knows? Um, you know, yeah, Bournemouth will be the clear favourites going into that off the back of their second in the league right now and have made a, a strong start to the season. Wednesday's wretched home form. It's got to end sometime, hasn't it? <laughs> I, I love your um, tongue-in-cheek optimism. Um, I said this earlier that we're we're in this position now whereby, you know, as, as you say, 62 points has got to be the target this season. We're on minus four. Like, that is such a long, long way away. We need six points this week. We've we've got to win those games. And, and it seems stupid saying that because, you know, getting a point against Bournemouth would not be a bad result. But if we're sat here in a week and we've not got six points, unfortunately, it's not being the week that we need it to be. You know, we need to turn round fortunes quickly because League One will start to catch up with us very, very, very soon if things do not start to change 
really, really, really sharply. I think if we're sitting here in a week and we've got four points, then maybe, maybe we can think, all right, that gives us a bit of a starting point then to move on from and push on from. We've got another game before the international break after that, but then, you know, maybe we can sort of push on. Anything less than that, uh, it this it's it's starting to we're on the verge of this season starting to really crumble to bits aren't we if this is if this week goes badly then it's just going to be it, it, it could be horrendous in a in a week or two's time this uh yeah it, it could be in a nutshell uh, i agree with you that uh, i think psychologically it's so important that wednesday that they're out of the negative points tally going into the next international break. If we're still gotcha, here, talking, gotcha. if we're still talking about the minus, the negative. Um, uh, Wednesday fans will be going absolutely do the alley, won't they, James it's, Potty? It, yeah. Honestly, mate, if we are not out of negative points by the international break, I just feel like it's game over. I I, I will struggle to see a way that we will even put up a fight to even get off the bottom of the table. Like I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so I, I hard to see. Say, we've got to take it one game at a time, haven't we? Oh, yeah, what we've got to do for now is they've got yeah. to go and get a win at Wickham. Yeah. yeah, they have. First of all, take care of business, get the win at Wickham. That then will hopefully give them confidence. You never know. They might have um, some more injured players back for the two home matches if not after the international break that will then boost ranks and 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 everything so that's you know that's what we're clinging to is that Wednesday can get a couple of positive results uh, and and then stop this negativity getting completely out of control uh, which is threatening right. to do right now um Dom, we are often uh, accused on um, this podcast of, of being overly negative. Um, so let's take this opportunity now just to take a moment to talk about the positives from this week. There we go. Right. Okay. Um, you can catch Dom at Dom Housen. I'm at James Marriott, or you can contact the show at Dom and James. Thank you again to our goal partners, title law solicitors and Wednesday Bet. Thank you for joining us. If you like singing the blues, please rate and review the show in your podcast app. Up the owls and we'll see you next week. 